up, goons? We are live on the Gas Digital Network. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I'm joined by Zach Amico and my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. Yeah, slow on the draw there. What's yeah. up, Zach? Hey, how you doing, brother? Yeah, this is what we're calling the test shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to six months from now. Yeah. Uh, although they will be taking place in one of our basements. Yeah, well, obviously. When, when the shit hits the fan, Zach and Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be like Krusty the Clown in the bunker. Yep. <laughs> they bite. They light. Um, but yeah, we're going to do this show again. We're going to do High Society right after this with Andy Malfarina coming in. Um, but we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Mike, is there any old business on the docket? Uh, the, not that I know of. I old I business? Ha- no. I have no old business this week. Usually we have old business. My old business just uh, got cremated today. <laughs> Well, I guess that's the update from last week. <laughs> and and if you too miss Chris's uncle, he will be selling him in a quarter ounce bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two for five. Yeah. That's <laughs> what he would have wanted. Yes, of course. You know, he's, he's he, you know he was a miser of nothing. <laughs> I showed up to uh, I showed up like late to the funeral home, and like I was just like exhausted and fucking. I had like this big bag full of crap that I didn't necessarily need. And they were like, what are you doing? I was like, this is a tribute to a fucking disjointed crazy man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I feel like I'm doing a good job with this. Yeah, I would like to look nomadic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, he was a guy who like, he was the first adult I ever saw with just like too big of a book bag all the time. And I was like, what the fuck is in there? And then he would like open it. Like, you know, like, have I ever told you like Paperface walks around and he'll just have a briefcase and you'll think there'll be something in it? But then the cops searched him once, and it was just Legos. <laughs> My favorite version of that story, and it's somebody I love very much. Mike Lawrence was flying to Hawaii to work oh, on. Oh uh, yeah, with his all, his X Men figures, right? To work on, and he had a suitcase full of X Men toys. And TSA was like, "What's this?" He's like, "I put them up in my room, so I'm not lonely." <laughs> that is very adorable. Oh no, it's the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, so wait. So my uncle would have like a stack of comic books, like toilet paper, like crazy things. He was a hoarder on his person as well as in his home. Like when he was a younger man, like he like I remember one time we were somewhere and he just pulled out and started eating like an entire pizza crust with just sauce on it, but no cheese or toppings that he had bought in the dollar store. I was like, "How long has that been in your bag?" He's like, "I don't know, like twelve hours." I'm like, "All right, I guess it's fine," but just like he's a crazy person. I will say, in his defense, Lewis did once see me pull an entire sausage on a stick out of my jacket in the during morning? a conversation <laughs> while we were in the car in Texas that I had bought at Bucky's hours before, and I had taken it out of my vest while I was looking for weed in my pockets. And he saw me just take an entire sausage on a stick and put it on the dashboard what? while I was digging through my pockets looking for weed. That's like the classic Bugs Bunny looking for anything in his pockets. He's yes. pulling out like a rubber chicken. <laughs> Except mine was a foot-long sausage and a tortilla oh. that I then had for dinner that night. Yep, that's what I had in my pocket. Why is it in a tortilla if it's on a stick? That makes no sense. Because it's delicious. Oh, the tortilla makes it more delicious. Is it a corn tortilla? Uh, whatever it is, it works. Okay. You know how I feel about my Bucky's food. Yeah. Bucky's is fantastic. I mean, it's really like a Xanadu. Good shitter. I mean, what a great thing that they really made an entire business out of just having good shitters. And then built everything great around it. Yes. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, 
And yeah, so they have I want to ask about the funeral. Okay. Did you was it one of those places where there was multiple funerals going on? There was not. It was actually it, there, there it's built for that. All funeral homes I feel like are, mm-hmm. but it's like it's also this weird thing when like somebody's like an first of all an older person, childless, kind of a shut-in for the last 5 years. Wife passed away already, so nobody's coming to comfort the wife. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like people don't know us. Like we don't know how to get in contact with like the people he used to work with. He's been retired for 5 years. It's like why did we have a wake? Yeah. Like, there were people there, like, people I haven't, like, relatives I haven't seen in a while, but I was like, I don't care about this. Like, it's, this is stupid. He wouldn't come to one of this for one of us. Like, this is this type of person. Why would we do this? This makes no sense. Because I had so much Cuban people in my family. I had multiple funerals, have been walked into the wrong funeral mm-hmm. when I go to the funeral home. Oh, like, because hi. you are very and much this you. Big white head shows yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they walk into a no, no, white no. person's uh, funeral. I, I'm at the raft funeral. Can you yep. just wade me into there? <laughs> and every I, time I'm like, the tire, they all cat to this country. Yes. On. <laughs> I, I yes, in fact, you're welcome. <laughs> hi, Zachary, row, row your boat. <laughs> uh, multiple times I've gone to a Hispanic funeral, been walked into the white funeral, and been like, "No, I need to go with all these people screaming and praying in Spanish." And they're like, why? Yep. Every time. No one ever sees it coming. Nobody? Never. Hmm. They're like, you know, they might try to roast you in there. <laughs> that's why I'm the roast. That's that's why I had to get good at it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't want to fucking challenge Zach. And that's Dude, true. fucking Hispanic Catholic funerals are awful. Oh, there's so a lot of weeping women. Long. Jorge, you look like you have an opinion on this. Can you hear me? Can he hear Hearing me? weeping women and got excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weeping women at uh, Hispanic funerals? Oh, every minority over oversells it at. They all do cut wrestling promos at funerals. Oh, that's a great way. That is absolutely true. And also, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Some of the Irish do that too. None of my family. My I family mean, is emotional. If we're going to say, of the whites, the most. I mean, Italians are the most black. Yeah. But the most trash is Irish. Oh, 100%. Not even close. There's an episode of this show back in the archive called In the Interest of Fairness where I came on. Uh, uh, we did an entire episode where all I did was shit on Italians and Irish people because I was like, you know, I say a lot of racist stuff. But here's the actual thing is I like those racists. That's why I have to knock them down because I'm Irish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how, that's the Irish way. The crabs in the bucket thing. The Irish... I said this on that show, but you weren't there for this, so I'll say it to you. The Irish want to be rewarded with for their humility so much that they throw themselves a fucking parade every year and be like, look how humble we are. We're a bunch of fucking stupid cops. We could have all been writing poetry and limericks like dickheads for generations. They really are a lower level human being. Really? I mean, they were considered lower than uh, black people in based on phrenology, and I believe there was... A French scholar that toured slave plantations in the U.S. and then Irish farms and said that the Irish live in a significant lower uh, quality of life than American slaves. By by choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're the one. They was their own houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it was is nobody invented police departments yet, so they really didn't have anything to feel good about themselves. For. Okay, that makes you sense know? then. It's it's a kind of a weird thing to have an economy of just police. Like you kind of feel like you. What need... other? What are the other Irish jobs? jobs? Yeah. Firemen. Okay. I think that's it. I, 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 Bartender. Uh, unemployed. Some sort of artist that they never actually pursued. Okay. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's Harrington. Help me out here. You're very Irish. Your dad was a cop. Your mother was a housewife. You are homeless. Um, I feel like teacher. A lot of Irish teachers. That makes sense. Yeah. That one clocks. That one hits home. They love history. The Irish love telling you about history. Yeah, because it's another way for them to fucking bitch and moan about how life oh. has fucked them. Yeah, it's true. And fucking Angela's ashes, cocksuckers. <laughs> you fucking dorks. You know, the Irish fucking stink. They really, I mean, Italians are not any better, but the Irish are pretty bad. I mean, having had to spend two better days. Better food. Italians have way better food. Yeah, that's the actual thing. The, the Irish, Italians figured out something beyond boiling. Yeah, that's true. They did. They did. They did invent the sauté pan. Actually, do you know this is a weird thing? You know, Italians invented fish sauce. I did not know that. Romans invented that. So every time that they fucking say that we stole spaghetti from them, which I don't know if that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Although tomatoes didn't exist in Italy until after the New World, because uh, the tomato is from here. And then there's also plenty of things. I've, I've been reading a lot about this. There's a bunch of stuff from here that is in China. That didn't used to exist there. Everything is stealing from everything. That's how food works. Everything is fusion. Vietnamese food is just because the French conquered those cunts. I'm just saying, of all the Irish things, what do they have? What do they, I mean? That's really good because corned beef isn't even their thing. They yeah. used to do. First of all, that's how fucking stupid the Irish are. Let's put this out there. So when they came to America, the only thing they can get close to this because was in, beef was inexpensive at the time comparatively uh, was corned beef, and they were in New York mostly with the Jews who were, you know brining beef for mm-hmm. some reason um and because the jews have to pickle everything um but so the irish used to do they would it was actually in ireland on saint patrick they would do boiled bacon and cabbage who the fuck how do you have a society where your fucking thanksgiving dinner is boiled fucking bacon disgusting because they're alcoholics and all they could do is put thing in things in a pot and go by the time you're drunk it's done when they said uh st patrick's uh drove all the snakes out of ireland they uh, uh meant all the seasonings that's what they actually <laughs> meant so what's great I, i'm and I'm, is this is this irish appropriate or is this just uk shepherd's pie is shepherd's pie yeah shepherd's pie is irish that's great that's shepherd's a top tier dish no is that scottish can you look that up mike because it well the potatoes on top are dutch potatoes okay because shepherd's pie is a top tier Dish. Yes, and especially when it's made with lamb the correct way. Yes. So I will I will say that. It's a UK dish. UK. Because I feel like Irish take credit for that one. I feel like, yeah, they do try to take credit for that. So then what's a great Irish dish? Great Irish dish. Like, what are they known for? I can't think of a fucking thing, dude. I, re- I mean, ba- bangers and mash. Bangers and I feel mash. like that. I feel like that's also British. No, bangers and mash is Irish. Is it? Yeah, they're called Irish bangers, I believe. Okay, I yeah. mean that is a great thing. Yeah, so, they are delicious. Okay, so I'm seeing uh, Irish stew. Okay. Uh, Irish soda bread. Irish soda bread is a thing. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, Cole Conan. It's just. It's really just a shitty pound cake. Let's be clear. It's a scone pound cake. Fuck off. Yeah, I mean that really seems like it because now now it's running me into shepherd's pie and all the all the UK dishes we think of mm-hmm. as Irish as well. I will sometimes from the shittier twenty four hour delis that do the made to order mm-hmm. will order side of sausages mm-hmm. and then mashed potatoes and gravy, combine them in the dish oh, as just a late that. night food. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I got to be honest with you, hits every time. Well, yeah, think about that. Those are the two most 
those are actually the two best foods to eat when you're drunk. Like mashed potatoes are just so like comforting. Mm -hmm. And if you have to throw them up, they're already mashed. Yep. And then sausage is just so greasy. Yeah, I'll do I'll do two or three sausages or even sausage patties mm -hmm. that are like the sides for the breakfast griddle. Well, I mean, that's why they call them sausage patties. <laughs> And the then I'll do mashed potatoes and gravy. The container they come in is called a wagon. <laughs> but I will say, very, as far as create your own dish, mm -hmm. very, very good. Not bad at all. Uh, are you still looking for Irish foods over there, Mike? No, oh, I was actually just looking up. Uh, there, there was a deli in like the Irish part of uh, the Bronx, Woodlawn. Okay, that was like used to uh, pick up Xanax there. No, no, no. They would do. Well, like... I used to pick up Xanax there. <laughs> yeah, at the at in... the twenty four hour deli. No, just in that neighborhood. Okay. In, in bulk. <laughs> um, yeah, they would do exactly what you're talking about, like sandwiches that were like two sausages and like you know the the fish and chips kind of fries, okay. like between two pieces of white bread. Like it was just good. just trash Irish do you know, sandwiches. Do you know what a St. Paul sandwich is, Zach? No, tell me about it. So this is a trash bag sandwich. So. In, oh wait, is it the um the egg foo young sandwich? Yes, that's exactly what I thought it's it was going to be. Egg foo young patty with mayo, lettuce, and tomato on two slices of white bread. I, I knew exactly what you were going to say. Yes, because I guess Chinese restaurant like that's how like racist the construction workers were in Minnesota, that they were like we can't eat Chinese food, but they happen to be the closest thing to the job sites. So the Chinese were like, we're going to get these Irish motherfuckers money, and they did, and good for them. That does sound good. <sighs> Dude, I mean, an egg foo young patty. It's like I don't. I never eat egg foo young because it's just so bad. Deep fried egg with pork in it, covered in gravy. It's so fucking good, but so fucking terrible for you. It's just like nine eggs. I just, yeah, I'll eat that every time. Just go to sleep for a month. Thoughts on Cincinnati chili? Uh, I won't do the Cincinnati chili over the spaghetti. I can't do it. I like chili over noodles. My, I really? we had chili going over noodles when I was a kid, and I liked it a lot. I can see it being good. I just ne I've never done it, and I just like can't bring my but thoughts it, on a Pittsburgh toilet. What is that? Pittsburgh toilet, Harrington. If you want to Google, very. Uh, I would say if I were to build my own house, mm -hmm. would include a Pittsburgh toilet. Love the concept. Okay. So in Pittsburgh, it's all steel workers. So they a lot of the old school houses in Pittsburgh have a loose toilet in the basement. Usually they also have a shower uh -huh. so that when the husband comes home, he comes in through the basement entrance, can take a shit, shower, and then he oh, has his clothes. Before seeing a child. Before seeing his wife and kid. Oh, I love that. So you can go in through the basement, which is dad's basement, uh -huh. loose shit. So you have the whole room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's usually a loose shower with a drain in the floor. Sure. Then you have your clothes are all downstairs in okay. a, 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 you know. And, and they wonder why men say marriage is a prison. And then you can take a shit, shower, relax, uh -huh. get dressed, then go up and see your family. I think that is the better way. Is that just, was that just to curb domestic abuse? I think it was so that dudes didn't track dirt through their wives' house after the uh, wives was home all day. Cleaning the house. Cleaning the house. Mm. And it was to prevent huge fights. But I got to say, that might be a better way to live. I, dude. Because I would love that buffer time. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, especially buffer. when I have to come home and shit. Dude, yeah, the buffer time of like, yeah, well, even, I don't even have, we don't even have kids. And I would love to walk through a bathroom into my house. A 20 minute shit shower yeah look in the mirror brush my hair oh, think yeah. about my day now second now part you're, of the you're day coming starts. out like fucking uh, uh 
Fats Domino ready to fucking run yeah. a couple racks. Yeah, yeah, you're ready Start to go, Start motorboating baby. your wife. Fucking throw her over the fucking... Yeah, put her over your shoulder. Yeah. Go, how you doing, baby? Yeah. Smack her on the ass. Yeah. Maybe you got a fucking cooler down there. Yeah. God forbid. Basement fridge. <laughs> Love a Pittsburgh toilet. There's two basement fridges next to this toilet. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, there's a basement fridge and, and a, a freezer. Yeah, freezer, which, by the way, is the advantage of having a house. If you don't have a deep freeze and you have a house, you're a fucking asshole. Like, what are you fucking doing? You don't even have to hunt. Just buy fucking steaks in bulk. Do you know how much cheaper it is to get a side of beef? Mike, why are you shaking your head at me? I'm. It's the American dream, baby. Yeah. You can get a whole... Harrington, how do you feel about the Pittsburgh toilet? I uh, So I had something similar in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 was, it was enclosed, but it was still like it was a, a... It was a glass table on the floor. His parents were into some weird shit. <laughs> uh, no, it was... I think actually back in the day, like before my parents renovated their house, it was a Pittsburgh toilet, which is why they had plumbing down there. Mm-hmm. And then they just like enclosed it and made, a re- made it a regular bathroom. But like the idea of having a slop sink, dude, if I shit myself... While I'm out during the day, I need that to be cleaned up before I see Alex. So I love because this. I mean she's an immediate ass eater. <laughs> no, <laughs> you just can't. You can't bring shit like covered. A papa's home. <laughs> <laughs> Time to do my wifely duties. You <laughs> <laughs> said duty. <laughs> I like the idea of thinking of Alex eating your ass as soon as you come in off a city bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, city bike days are long gone, but no, it's uh, you just can't. Harrington turns a city bike into a shitty bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't walk in front of your wife with shit, uh, shit covered How underwear. How often are you shitting your pants? Just saying, in the in the the once a year, maybe that it happens. Once maybe. a year, maybe. What's that? What's the co- what's the coach what, or the bra- uh, the what's the f- famous clip of? Yeah, shit my pants. Woke up the next day, double tapered. What's what's that clip? You know what I'm talking about, right? I do not, but I will. You it know up. what I'm talking about. They used to play it on O and A all the time. I don't think I can think of it. Um, it's a. I want to say it's a, a baseball broadcaster or a former coach. I forget who it is, and it's just like he's just like, yeah, shit my pants last night, just all over the place, couldn't barely clean it up. It just goes in this graphic detail. He goes, woke up today, perfect twelve inch double tapered turd you ever seen. Crazy. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see if this is it. Part of it. Yeah, this is it. I shit my pants last night. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man! I got shit. I like how much of this. I'm good, uh, twice a year for that. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's been a while. I was in Vegas a couple of years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Stainless Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. He just came in. I got to give them to you guys. I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. Then I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I got to get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby, and all of a sudden I go, oh, fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking. I'm, I'm fucked. I can't move. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, felt all right. I went just like this. 
water. I had uh, some food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket, tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and then I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, is that Flint water? Sick I was. Tell you how sick I was. Then I'm standing outside, and I got on my cell phone, and I call the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm. I tell him where I'm standing. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So so he goes in. He finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel. And then I get in the escalator, and he kind of pretends like he dropped something so no one gets behind me, tells me where it is. I go in there. He goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. It's a friend. I take yeah. off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall. And I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double-tapered shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> True story. All right, play I, ball. <laughs> I like how he's following that guy to continue. The yeah, that story. guy's trying to That's walk the best away. Part of, yeah, he, the guy's he, trying to walk away from that story three times. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, it's great. I had a bad one coming back from um, uh, what's the gig I just did with Tomaselli? Uh, 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 uh Tommy's Club. Oh, no, Tommy's Saratoga. Club. Yeah, Saratoga. Made the whole ride back mm. from Saratoga Springs to Brooklyn. And about an hour before we're going to get, I feel the gurgle. Oh, no. And I'm like, I got this. And then we're on, we're going. His fucking, his, his fucking GPS takes us through Manhattan. Oh, no. You should have just gone over the Bayonne Bridge. Through Manhattan. I'm dying. We come through here. We pass by here. I would have just stopped here. Uh, we pass by. I'm dying. I'm like, I got this. Mm-hmm. We're on the BQE. For some reason, my like you know how your asshole knows landmarks that are close to your house. Yes, I got one for you right after this. Don't worry about it. There's a cars for kids billboard that's on the BQA that oh. tells my asshole, "Okay, we got 20 minutes." One and then there's eight, another seven shards for kids. <laughs> one eight seven seven shards for kids. Then I see the what? Then we we go, we're on the BQA and I see the exit. And my body's like, we're shitting. It's so bad that I'm trying to talk to him, and I'm un- I'm lowering the window so that the cold air will hit my face. Here's the crazy thing. My my dad's buddy said this to me when I was like 13. He's like, if you ever think you're going to shit your pants, just start lying to yourself out loud. And it actually does work. He goes, if you're walking to your house, be like, I don't live on this block. I live like five blocks away. This is going to be a tough fucking thing. Because that's the only way you're not going to shit your pants. Dude. Like, p- start picturing, like, a former residence of yours and how far that is from where you are. We park at the house. I'm stiff-legging it. Oh, no. Right? That's not a good look for Zach. I'm just going to throw that yeah. out there. And I've got, like, bags of stuff. I have all this, like, I have a Wawa bag. I have my backpack. I get into the house. I go in. Elevator's on the top floor. Oh, no. And stays there. So I got a five-minute wait. My neighbor comes walking his dog. 
I open the door for him, and I cough, fully shit my pants. Oh, in my elevator with your neighbor, with my neighbor and his dog. Who's Joel Gertner? Uh, not Joel Gertner, <laughs> my, on my floor, but Joel Gertner does live in my building. Smell, smell, smell. <laughs> I go up, dude. I walked in. I fucking un, dude. It was a war zone. How embarrassed would you be if you had shit your pants in front of Joe Gertner, though? I mean, it would be worse. I don't think he the the guy didn't know. Okay, I was ghostly white with shit in my pants, but I kept it together. Okay, the second I dude, I mean, everything went in the garbage. It uh, was yeah. a war oh, you didn't, zone. you didn't try to rinse out your leggings, Zach. It was a. Because we had had uh, chili dogs for lunch from like a roadside God, place. Damn it, Zach. Dude, it was a war zone. So um, I made some people stop. I This this is a different one. but I had a shit so bad, I put the wrong key in the downstairs door. I put my house key in the downstairs door uh-huh. for like a minute and was like crying trying to get it in. I was that distracted by my own asshole. Oh, man. It's just like your wedding night. <laughs> no, no, the key, the key didn't fucking go like that <laughs> because you were distracted thing. by another man's asshole. <laughs> um, no, so all right, so here's my eight something very stupid, also chilly. So outside the Grand Canyon, there's a trailer, there's a uh, 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 there's a motor home, right, and um, uh, it's Flintstones themed. And they had coffee for a quarter. And I was like, well, we got to get a 25-cent coffee and look at all this kitschy Flintstone shit. And then they go, chili, $1. And I go, pfft, I got a dollar worth of chili. Probably shouldn't have done that. It's a long drive from the Grand Canyon to Tempe. It was not. And here's, but here's the one that was like the, the, the you start seeing landmarks you know. All right, so I, when I lived in Bensonhurst, so I'll give you, you know this, for anybody not listening, fucking Google map it, assholes. Uh, but, you know, I lived on 80th and Bay Parkway. So we get off the Belt Parkway at uh, uh, Kipps, uh, what is that called? Kipps Bay over there? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, a, there's a Wendy's there. And I had a shit so bad. I, we get off, me and my buddy Mario, and I just go, dude, I got to go shitting at Wendy's. And he goes, we're right by your house. And I go, I'm not making it. I got to go shit in this Wendy's. <laughs> now, mind you, it was so bad that I shit on the floor of the Wendy's. Didn't get anything on me, but I did shit all over the floor of this Wendy's. And I thought I cleaned myself up all right. And I get back in the car and he goes, dude, you just smell like shit now. <laughs> we were like going to do other stuff. And he was like, dude, just go home. I'm going home. <laughs> Technically, if you shit on the floor of a Wendy's, it becomes a Roy Rogers. <laughs> All right. As long as we're talking about this, let's talk about the woman from Chipotle that I was telling you about before. There's Please. A, there was a woman at an Ohio Chipotle who was mad about how her burrito bowl was made and threw it in the cashier's face. And so they have sentenced her to work at Chipotle, which I didn't realize we were doing Seinfeld plots in real life now. I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> really? You want to trust this woman who's that off the handle? With people's Chipotle, because here's the thing, Chipotle's not made to order. It's in those trays. Yeah, but you're watching her. 
She's standing right in front of you. Yeah, but she could, when there's nobody in that Chipotle, she could throw anything in that tray. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's what I'd be worried about. No? You got a camera on her. At all times? I don't know. Mike, you trust this? No, he's looking at me. Yeah, no. It's a... I don't, like, dude, that's a disgruntled cafeteria lady at that point. Yeah, I don't trust this lady at all. So I just watched a thing of a guy who went to Chipotle three different times within like an hour and ordered the same thing and showed how different the bowl was each three times. Really? And it was, he weighed it, he showed the uh, distribution, because he, he ordered it. Mm-hmm. Like, this sound, this, by the way, this also sounds like it could be any one of the other stories we were talking about. Yeah, he <laughs> Three different it, times, he weighed yeah. it. He ordered it 10 or 20 minutes apart on an app mm. and had it delivered. Mm-hmm. And then he showed each bowl how different they were how much different they weighed and the distribution of ingredients to show how little consistency Chipotle has. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that's... It was literally like one bowl was like two-thirds of the food the other one was. Yeah, because it's just scoops. It's yeah. not actual weighing mm-hmm. of anything. So, so I, I can get being mad if your bowl sucks, but I probably would be like, come on, you fucked me. Well, you're also right there. You can be like... If you're there, I don't see how it could be wrong. You just yeah. go, give me a little more of that. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah, let me get a little something, something, something. Yeah, nobody's going to be, unless they're an absolute dick, nobody's going to be like, all right. Yeah. Um, but tell me, but I want to know about this. Uh, yeah, let me pull it up here. Do you have the article, Harrington? I don't think I remember to send it to you, but. No, I'm sorry. looking through our Instagram um, and our Twitter. I'm not seeing it either place. So. She has to do it. Uh, she has to work there for sixty days. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty bad. I don't want to work at Chipotle for sixty days. I feel like that's a ninety day at least. You think ninety for assault? Yeah, I guess it is assault. Oh, there is a video. Yeah, if you just uh, do at Daily Loud into Google, do at Daily Loud. She she really threw the Chipotle bowl at her, and we can watch this heinous assault with a Chipotle bowl. Um. Yeah, and apparently it was uh, piping hot Chipotle, which is pretty rare. Dude, I have been... Alright, pause this. I have been that mad at things. I have been that mad. I would not act like that. I once threw a... Johnny once was blackout drunk. Okay, I get this immediately. <laughs> and he was try- I, too, have dealt with Johnny drunk. Dude, and he was trying to get me to eat this slice of pizza. And he was being so fucking... I just threw it. I literally threw it cheese side down onto the floor. And he put it back in front of me. He goes, son, this is still good. And I just, I literally was just like, I understand. Yeah, I wanted to just mush it into his fucking face. I get that. Yeah. So that couldn't have been that hot. It didn't look. Yes, that was a horrible. She barely That's assault. Yeah, it is. That's assault. It couldn't have been that bad. She didn't flinch. Yeah. I think that's a 90 days at Chipotle. And you're that lady's bitch. By the way, I think they should be sending people to work at Chipotle for not chipotle related crimes yes like i think you should have to work at chipotle 
I don't know, child sex trafficking. It seems like a pretty good, like, what's up, Mike? This is how we fix the labor shortage. Oh, oh, Instead of prison sentences, fast food sentences. Well, I still think we should just let these migrants work at the fucking restaurants. I, that's, dude, I saw 10 Mexican guys. I'm looking at going, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to this funeral. I'm going, what are these Mexican guys fucking filming? And they're just like all like filming. It was snowing today in New York City. And I realized, I go, oh, th- these are all the new ones. Mm-hmm. It was right by the shelter in uh, uh, Sunset Park. And I go, this is the first time they've all seen snow. This is yeah. actually kind and of... And I had a balloon of it up their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's yet to be seen. <laughs> but it was actually kind of beautiful. It's endearing. Yeah, they were all like... Because they were all filming in different directions. I was like, well, it can't be somebody about to jump off a fucking building. And they were all just like... It's not. They were just breathing heavy. Dude, I got a fucking uh, burrito bowl. There's a place, Taco Bees. Uh-huh. Pork belly burrito bowl. Okay. Phenomenal. That sounds fucking fantastic. Highly recommend Taco Bees if you ever see it. Okay. All right. There's a few of them, I think, but there's a one in Brooklyn that's been like banging. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend Taco Bees. And they got a good two for one deal right now on burrito bowls mm-hmm. on Uber Eats. Mm. All right. All right. I Love think, a good pork belly. I think we got to, uh, we do actually have to wrap this up because we have to start High Society Radio. Andy just walked in. Phenomenal. Uh, but let's talk about our friends over at yokratum.com. That's right. YoKratom.com is the home of the $60 kilo. That's right. You go to YoKratom.com for all your Kratom needs. And I understand that this is on the website that there's not supposed to be any ads on. And I don't give a shit. Go to YoKratom.com, the home of the $60 kilo. They are a longtime supporter of this show. You can deal with this ad on this free live stream that we weren't going to do. Um, and you could deal with that because they have all the best strains, the best customer service, and they're yeah. the marquee sponsor of everything we do here at the network. Exactly. And since this is a mid-roll, we'll do one more topic, Zach. Moving on. So me and Harrington have been covering this uh, uh, medical epidemic. It's uh, uh, addiction to stabbing. Uh, people are addicted to stabbing people nowadays. Zach, I don't know if you know this. Uh, three people have been stabbed in New York high schools. Okay, what are they diagnosed as, Puerto Rican? Yeah, yeah. Well, that is, it is a chronic, it is a chronic condition, Puerto Ricanism. And uh, chronically Hispanic? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, Three kids in three different New York City schools have been. One of the, I think the reason why this is getting so much attention is because a kid got slashed at uh, Edward Murrow, Edward R. Murrow High School, which not is not Murrow. It's well, it's these. It is an artsy school. Yeah, the artsiest of artsiest. Which they don't even have uh, bells. Mm-hmm. And you have to walk around. I remember I uh, snuck in there a few times. Which is, by the way, apparently like crazy now. If like if somebody that's not supposed to be in a school is in a school, mm-hmm. even if they are school age. It is, like, the police are instantly called. Yeah, it's like a lockdown. Dude, there was a girl that had an ID for Brooklyn Tech when I was there, and she just came in, and she would just come in and just, like, I don't know, she fucked a bunch of the fucking Bloods and Crips. Like, she was just, that's what she was doing there, and that was her deal. And, like, we were all like, it's kind of hot, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, like, good for her, fucking getting in here and getting, getting at it. But uh, at Murrow, I used to just... I would just walk around. I just walked in and walked around. Nobody ever said anything. I have so many friends that went to Murrow, and I can't think of one of them that graduated. A lot of them do not graduate. Uh, I can think of a few. Um, the guy who produced Crackamico's first album, actually, Russ. Okay. Uh, Rusty Mack graduated from Murrow High School. I want to say Yelfo, who does my did some of my artwork now. He, but all a bunch of my Brooklyn friends who you know all went to Murrow. Oh, and none of those guys graduated. No, but so here's the thing: is like we're, we, me and Mike have been talking about this. The first case we noticed is there was a guy who stabbed a guy, 
and then was medicated and brought to a hospital, and then he stabbed a nurse. So we think th- th- this must just be an addiction issue. Like mm-hmm. People just want to keep stabbing. They love stabbing. They love it. Uh, 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 and, you know, I think we need to treat them for addiction and not, you know. Assault. Assault, yeah. That's, I think we need to find out how good stabbing feels. Yeah, that's. I think. Well, we should start. A we clinic. should go to a butcher shop and get like a and pig carcass. Kill the butcher so we can oh. have all the meat. Oh. We should ask a butcher if we can all take turns stabbing like a pig or a cow corpse. Okay. And see how good if we should do heart monitors and see how good it makes us feel. First of all, we should do different meats, right? We should do a lamb mm-hmm. and a pig to see if we're Islamophobic. Yes. I think we, I think if we if we it's saw very how scientific. Good stabbing, Stop laughing, Harrington. This is very scientific. And we should see if how cool the knife is makes us feel better. Ooh. Like switchblade, butterfly knife. I mean, look, here's the thing. You can't be racist. Michael Myers you, knife. You can't be racist using a butterfly knife. And then in all fairness, to take our heart rate while we chainsawed flesh. <sighs> this is a great while movie. I wear a mask of skin naked with a tie on and lady makeup. This is the best idea we've ever had, Zach. By the way, that's the new podcast. <laughs> well, stabbing and how it makes us feel with Zach and Chris. Yeah. Um, well, this has been notes. Can you get any? Uh, you got anything you got to plug? Yeah, just follow me on uh, Instagram. Zach is not funny. I got a bunch of shows you can check out. And obviously, follow me at Chris from BKOIN on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Follow Mike at the M Harrington. Is there any cricket left that you're watching, Mike? Nah, Cricket World Cup is over. Uh, uh, Australia stunningly pulled off the upset. Um, Crikey! Yeah, yeah, came out of nowhere. Oh, cricket. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were bottom. Cricket. <laughs> cricket. Uh, they were bottom of the table uh, after two games, and they went on to win, beat India in India. It was uh, it was stunning. But um, mm. yeah, I don't know. Check out my YouTube channel. I've been uh, streaming a little Fortnite, some puzzle games. Been fun. Fortnite and puzzle games. Yeah. Good for you, man. I hope you have a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. You, you need, if, if, if Alex ever finishes eating your ass, you're going to get on these streams. The Pittsburgh toilet of wives. She's ready for you in the basement the second you walk in, right? Fresh out of work. You think we got basement money, Zach? Who needs a basement when you got an Alex? This is where you get paid. <laughs> you got a Pittsburgh toilet wife. What do you need a basement for? Your, your world's a basement when your wife's a Pittsburgh toilet. I'll be with family man Dave Smith on New Year's Eve in East Rutherford, New Jersey. This has been Notes of the Goon. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you
I tell you, I tell you. 